do you feel like you are growing and struggling at the same time? Do you feel like you lack clarity in your life? Would you like some action steps on how to navigate limiting beliefs? Do you want to feel self-sustainable in your self-worth? In today's episode on Root Awakening, a health podcast, we are talking about uncomfortable growth periods. It can sometimes feel rough when we are moving on to bigger seasons in our lives. And I say sometimes because not all the time. It's not rough for all of us, but once in a while, some of us feel this dynamic reaction to growing. You might find yourself getting mixed emotions as you grow and as you evolve as a human. It might not feel like one big celebration. It might feel like a mix of fear and doubt and excitement and weirdness and limiting beliefs. This is something that has happened in my life big time in the past like three weeks. I have been going through this period where I know I am expanding. I know my brand is going to the next level. I know that I am growing and healing in a big way. And all these limiting beliefs that I thought were gone are resurfacing. So in this episode, I tell you about how I navigated this over the past couple weeks, and I literally point out specific action steps that you can take to dealing with situations like this, these weird, multi-layered, mixed emotion reaction to growing and healing. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I love action steps Theories are great, concepts are great, but where are the fucking action steps that we can take and apply to our lives? In this episode, I give you these action steps on how to move through these challenging situations. Throughout the past couple weeks, I was feeling all these limiting beliefs again. I was feeling this uncomfortability. I had so many questions about literally who I am. It was like a psychedelic trip, but like way less trippy and it lasted a really long time. I was so confused about who I am, what I'm doing, what I should really be doing. I was just questioning everything, but I still navigated through it and I was still able to show up to all of my client calls and my podcast recordings. First of all, because I felt like I had the space, right? It's not an accomplishment just to show up. I felt good about showing up. Otherwise, I wouldn't have shown up and felt fine about that. But I did feel like I had the space to show up. And I think in part because of these action steps that I took, because of how I dealt with all of these limiting beliefs coming back up. And not only was I able to show up for all of my podcast recordings and my client calls, I was able to show up 110%. I really felt like I could still give support during this time. And I think these action steps that I took helped so much with that because it didn't, all of this stress I was feeling, all of these belief systems that were coming up for me didn't all snowball into one big burnout session. I dealt with it little by little and I took these mini steps that were able to help me stay pretty level throughout the whole thing. I'm definitely still in it now, but I feel really solid in this place in my life and I feel so ready for the next steps and I'm just being with myself in these uncomfortable moments and I understand now why the situation presented itself to me. So I wanted to make an episode about how you can move through it. It's an option for for you to move through it in this way as well if it resonates with you because I don't want you to feel alone in times like these. I want you to feel supported and I want you to feel like you have options. This is Root Awakening, a health podcast. My name is Emily Kosick. I am the CEO of Root Awakening and a self-empowerment icon. I am here to show you what's possible, to show you how to live through intuition and be confident in doing what you fucking desire. You can follow me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. Say hi, tell me what's up. I'm always happy to connect with you and support you in any way I can. I serve my clients through one-to-one support. I lead my clients to a stronger connection with their intuition, clarity about who they are and what they want, and fierce confidence in themselves 
uniquely. I help my clients find their unique gifts and apply it to the mark that they want to make on earth. If you are interested in working with me, you can DM me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. This episode was brought to you by Primal Alchemy. Primal Alchemy is a superhuman optimization brand that sells very, very high quality herbal supplements and very, very carefully sourced crystals to the world. Chris Story, the owner of Primal Alchemy, does his fucking research and is very careful about where he sources every single ingredient of his products. Even the herbs that they source are not only wild harvested, but harvested in their spiritual homeland that the herb was originally meant to grow in. This is called Tao. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Tao sourcing, which means that the supplements are that much more potent because they are sourced in their spiritual homeland. It's literally a level up from wild harvested. It's pretty intense and pretty amazing. So head to primalalchemy.co.uk and use the code ROOTAWAKENING to get 10% off any of the supplements and crystals. You can find carefully sourced crystals, pine pollen, shilajit, mushroom blends, etc. at primalalchemy.co.uk and you can look up more information about the products on Instagram at primalalchemyuk. Okay, let's get into this episode on when the growing gets tough, action steps to leveling up, and being in your healing process. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a solo episode, another solo episode of Root Awakening, a health podcast. We are talking this week about challenging situations. This episode is titled, When the Growing Gets Tough, which I think is a fucking kick-ass title, let's be honest here. I'm going to be talking about action steps when leveling up gets really fucking tough. So I've been having an experience over the past couple of weeks that is really unlike any experience I've ever had in the past when it's, coming, when it's come to leveling up, when it's come to growing in myself, in my business, in my dating life. I've never had an experience quite like this one. Yet, I know that I'm not the only fucking person going through this. So it's become very necessary for me to speak on this topic so you all know that you are not alone and so you all are prepared if slash when something like this comes into your life. I want you to feel less alone than I did when I went through this. We are really all a community here. This is one of my biggest pillars. So I'm going to speak on this topic. So what do I mean by when the growing gets tough? What do I mean by leveling up? And how is that painful? Why is that painful? Okay, so this is a topic that I have spoken about in the past just in the sense that uncomfortable growing exists. It doesn't always feel like a celebration when you are growing as a person, when you are growing in your business, when you are leveling up, as some of us say. Sometimes that feels really tough instead of really exciting. Often it's the mix, it's a mix of the two, right? It's not it's not a simple feeling. It's a very complex feeling to branch out, to grow, to heal. And it's really similar to how we speak about trauma healing. Some of you may have heard before that trauma healing can look like a physical sickness sometimes. It can look like having to throw up. If you do this really deep emotional work, you might have to throw up. You might have digestive issues. You might have a headache. You might have hangover symptoms. And that's because you're doing a lot of energy movement. There's this old stale energy within your body that needs to go somewhere. And often when we have that energy movement, we also get physical symptoms. It's all very, very connected. So the growth process can look a lot like the trauma healing process because often we have to go through the trauma healing process to get to the growth process. We have to heal some emotional shit to be able to expand and move forward in our lives and move forward to bigger and better things. Because if we have a lot of trauma stuck in our body, 
often, not always, but often we can hold ourselves back from this growth process. So there is that physical component of the growth process where it can literally feel like a hangover or it literally can feel like digestive issues. But there are other factors too that make the process of growth so complex. Fears, that's a big one. It's scary to go into unknown territory. It's scary to grow. It's scary to take on bigger projects. It's scary to put yourself out there. There is a lot of cancel culture happening. It's scary to worry about if I'm going to be canceled, right? Am I going to fail bigger as I get bigger? Am I going to be embarrassed? Are people going to make fun of me? Are people going to call me out? Am I going to make a big financial investment and go into a lot of debt? These are all limiting beliefs that can so often come up for us, especially around the time that we need to move on to these bigger projects. This is why it can be so complex, this feeling of leveling up and this feeling of evolving. However, something very important to note here, and this is what I have spoken about before under this topic. If you are not getting these negative feelings and if you are not getting these negative physical symptoms as you move through your healing journey or your growth journey, that is okay. You are still doing it right. You are still healing. You are still growing. If we do not have these negative things come into our lives, that's okay. That just means we're healing without negative shit. We're healing in a more clear path. This is something that I feel very passionate about. In the coaching industry, in the health industry, it has become on trend to say, oh, if you don't feel like shit during your healing process or your spiritual awakening or your growth process, that means you're not really doing the work. That means you're not really going deep enough. I think that's bullshit. Okay, I think that's a narrative. When we get told that we're going to have a horrible time healing and it's going to really fucking hurt, what's going to be our reality? That is going to be our exact reality for sure. Then we're really going to have an awful time healing and doing the trauma work and doing the growth process. If we expect it, that will create our reality around it. So I don't want to be boxed in by this, oh, you have to feel like shit when you're moving through the growth process. You have to feel like shit when you're moving through the healing process. I don't want that for myself. I want to have my own experience. I want to look at the experience of healing and growing and say, okay, it might be really hard and I'm going to mentally prepare for that, but it also might be easy. What if it's easy? What if it's fun? I want to keep that option of easy and fun open for myself. And this concept was really inspired by Rosalie Tolentino's work. And Rosalie has been on the podcast multiple times. She hosted a retreat for me. Rosalie's main concept, main approach to these topics is that she wants to destroy the narratives that go along with these topics that are so on trend. She wants to destroy all of these limiting narratives that we get, even destroy narratives that we get around childbirth. Why does childbirth have to be so painful? What if it could be easier? What if we can release ourselves from these chains of negative narratives? So I wanted to make note of that because I do not want to put you in a box either. If you have a healing journey that just feels like a release and it just feels good, amazing. That is something to celebrate. If your whole growth process just feels like a celebration, amazing. Feel really good in that. Feel really proud of yourself for that. That is a possibility for you. I do want everyone to be prepared for whatever comes up though. So if something comes up that is uncomfortable, that is difficult, I want you to be able to have resources to deal with that, which is why I created this episode. So I have experienced many different forms of this uncomfortable healing process. When I first started my business as a health coach, more of a basic holistic health coach, I hired on a holistic, kind of a more holistic business coach uh, that integrated spirituality in with business coaching. And I learned a lot about the law of attraction, manifestation, doing affirmations to help my business. 
So one of the main precipices we learned in this coaching program was that when you do your own emotional healing, that can help your business, right? Because you feel worthy of bringing in more money. You feel worthy of expanding. And one of the first symptoms, I'm just going to, I don't know if I should call it a symptom or not. Probably shouldn't. One of the first reactions that I had to my emotional healing process was resistance. I was pissed off. I was like, fuck you. I'm not going to do this affirmation or this seems like it's hypocritical. I was so, I was so critical on methods of healing back in the day. I would still do them. I would still play along, but there was a lot of resistance there. I was picking apart every healing strategy. I would find a way to make sure that it didn't work for me because I'm so much better and I know this better way of doing it or I don't need healing. I had a lot of resistance at first. So that was the first part of my kind of painful uh, healing journey. However, I was doing so many different healing modalities, it was kind of working. Like some of it was working and I was really resistant to other parts of, of this process that I was being presented with. And then it got to the point where I was just burnt out with healing modalities. <laughs> I was focusing so much on diet. I was focusing so much on exercise and sleep and keeping every part of my lifestyle as healthy as possible. I was fucking burnt out. So I had to just completely take a break from trying to expand myself and trying to grow myself. I just had to completely take a break from it and be in the moment and choose to be present instead and just laugh at life and just be in it. And through that process, which I needed so much, I needed this break to just be present. Through that process, I discovered how quickly spirituality can drive me to heal instead of diet or instead of exercise. I realized that spirituality, emotional healing could get me to where I wanted to be in a, at a faster rate. And I decided, oh my gosh, my clients could be getting these results as well. So I started teaching my clients on spirituality and the, that deep emotional trauma healing stuff. And they were making these great realizations as well. So I was like, okay, hell yeah, we are doing it. We're healing in this, in this kind of fast track way. We're healing in this difficult but really deep way it's more than just what food we're putting into our bodies it's going back and reframing these old beliefs that we had about ourselves however when i got into the spiritual realm and started coaching in that space I started to realize that I would feel this hangover feeling quite often. And at this point, I wasn't drinking at all. I was totally sober, no drugs, no smoking, not even caffeine. But I was feeling this hangover feeling that I used to feel when I did drugs and I smoked and I drank. And luckily, I had a spiritual mentor at the time. And I was like, what is going on with me? Why am I feeling... Like I'm hungover every fucking morning. Why am I feeling like my head is heavy? I didn't feel nauseous, but I felt like my head was heavy, very low energy, very sleepy, and just kind of in a shit mood. So I asked my spiritual mentor, what's up? And she was like, oh, you're healing. You're doing the trauma healing. This energy is moving and you're leveling up. So your ego is, it has some things to say about it. So that's giving you the crappy mood. All of this energy movement is happening. So that's giving you the headaches. That's giving you the fatigue. And I just felt so seen in that moment. I was like, oh my God, this is so helpful. I am not just hung over out of nowhere. My health isn't going to shit. I'm just leveling up. I'm just in the growth process. And that helped me feel so supported at that time to go through this all of this trauma healing i was doing really heavy emotional healing because i wanted to better serve my clients and myself right so i was doing emotional healing every day and i was kind of feeling like shit every day but then i would get these big relief periods where the hangover would go away and i would feel so much better and just like in a new version of myself but eventually 
I started to get really sick of feeling hungover and I started to think, okay, hold on a second. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I mean, the emotional healing is great, but I don't want to feel a spiritual hangover every single week, every other week. Like this is getting exhausting for me. So with the help of Rosalie's outlook on life, I realized, oh my gosh, I can just decide that I don't want to feel like this every other week anymore. I do not want to feel like this. I want to be able to emotionally heal and not feel like I have a fucking hangover all the time. So I just made that decision. I just made that conscious decision. Folks, this works so much more often than you think it would. <laughs> it might not work all the time, but it works a lot more often than you think. Sometimes you tell yourself, okay, I'm going to make a change and then it just whatever in your subconscious makes it so you cannot change it at that time. But sometimes it does work instantly. I just made this decision that I wasn't going to feel spiritually hungover all the time. And that kind of became my rhetoric for many months that, okay, I'm going to heal and up level and not feel like shit. And it worked. I was still evolving. I was still doing the work I needed to do, but I didn't have a headache. I felt vitalized. I felt energized. And then I went to that retreat in the Dominican Republic about three weeks ago now, maybe. I had a great time at the retreat. It was a blast. It was transformative. The moment that I walked into my house back in Michigan after I got home, all of these dark fucking thoughts fell down on me. All of these limiting beliefs fell down on me. All of these questions about what I was doing, where I was going, what I'd done wrong just fell down on me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I haven't felt like this for so long. Why are these things resurfacing? Oh my gosh. I knew consciously at the time that there is going to be an integration period where I was integrating everything I had learned at the retreat. And sometimes that can feel like up, down, up, down. But this was such an extreme process of <laughs> just these limiting dark thoughts that I thought were gone out of my subconscious and apparently they weren't. So I was like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? Like this is quite an integration process. This is a very challenging integration process. And I navigated through it. I navigated through it. I'm still in it, but I'm so much more aware after a couple weeks now of being in it. I'm so much more aware about what this is and so much more compassionate towards myself about what I'm feeling and um, just able to orient myself to tell myself, hey, this is normal when you are going through a growth process. It's amazing that you got yourself out of feeling like this every other week consistently, but it's still going to revisit you sometimes, clearly, and that's okay. And just go through it. Be in it. So now I'm understanding so much more about where I'm at, and really this time has been a call for me to switch up a lot of things in my life. So... How does that apply to me? And how does that apply to you as my audience? I don't know yet, <laughs> but I'm getting a lot of clues. I'm getting a lot of intuitive clues about what this means for me. So likely, this is not confirmed, but likely the actions that I'm taking within my business will change. I might be offering some different stuff to you all. Over the past couple weeks, I stopped calling myself a coach because I realized I, didn't, I don't have a good association with the word coach. I did not like my coaches in high school at all. So I don't want to call myself a coach anymore. So I'm redefining who I am as the leader of Root Awakening. And it's going to be an interesting process to see how that develops. But you better believe I'm still going to be here inspiring you all and communicating with you all and just telling you whatever kind of helpful 
ideas come to my head. I know that it is my purpose to serve you all in some way, to inspire you all in some way and get inspiration back from you. I know that this is part of my purpose, but my actions are going to be a little bit different in Root Awakening and I'm still fleshing that out. So now that I feel so much more stable in this process and that I understand why this process happened to me and I'm so glad that this process is happening to me, I can tell you what my action steps were to get through this time without totally falling apart or asking everybody I know what their advice is or just not being able to show up at all for my clients. I was still able to show up 110% for my clients through this time. And I'm gonna tell you how right now. Okay, first action step to dealing with these uncomfortable healing growth journeys. Be with yourself. This is what I mean when I say be in it. Be dropped into your body. Be present with yourself. Pay attention to what is coming up inside of you. Be present in the moment. Do not distract yourself from the situation. Do not distract yourself from the beliefs that are coming up, from the thought patterns that are coming up. How do we distract ourselves from thought patterns? We go on social media. We seek outside validation. We go out on the town to distract ourselves. We find people to have sex with to distract ourselves. We do anything else, any other chore in the house or any watch any other TV show in order to distract ourselves from the thoughts inside of our head. This does not make the thoughts go away. Distracting yourself from the thoughts do not make the thoughts go away. It just pauses them until the next time you're alone, until the next time it's quiet. It just keeps you stuck. So we want to deal with the thoughts so we can move past them. We want to pay attention to the thoughts so we can move past them. On a safety level, seek out help if you feel like you need it. Seek out support. You don't have to go through this entire process alone. Seek out someone to help you move through these thoughts if you need it. Seek out someone that can help you heal, okay? But what we want to avoid is just going out and getting drunk every time difficult thoughts come into our heads or going out and finding someone to have sex with every time we feel unworthy. We want to stop these patterns that don't do anything but keep us stuck in our lives so be with yourself be in it be dropped into your body be present with what is coming up for you internally kind of meditate on what's coming up watch all the thoughts that are coming up try not to attach to them just watch them observe them and see what comes up. Okay, I guess I thought I dealt with this. Apparently not. It's here. Okay, I'm hearing you. Tell your inner voice, I hear you. I'm listening to you. I'm here with you. Be part of your support system can also be yourself. You can also support yourself in just listening to yourself. So in my life, when this challenging situation presented itself to me, because I have done so much healing work and I do feel so stable in my mental health, I want to highlight that right now. I feel very stable in my mental health, so I did not feel the need to seek out a therapist or to seek out someone to just like help me keep myself safe, right? Because we want to make sure that we're always feeling safe and we're feeling um, supported, right? I still felt very supported in my life, and that being said... I could feel this component of needing to be alone because I felt safe, because I felt still stable in my mental health, just going through a challenging time. I felt a big need to be alone. I realized that I start getting these limiting beliefs when there are no romantic entanglements in my life. When I feel lonely, self-worth really comes up and is questioned in my mind. And I don't want it to be like that anymore. So I realized that I needed to take some serious, alone, quiet time with myself so I could heal this part inside of myself that 
felt unworthy without anybody in my life romantically. So I needed to build this part of my self-sustainability. And that is one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning right now. I would not be able to build this part of myself if I was just trying to distract myself by going out or keep dating or keep being on social media all the time. Hopefully I'll get enough positive responses on this. I would not be able to build up my self-sustainability if I kept distracting myself from the thoughts that were going on in my head. So I had to sit down in my bed and cry and just feel the feelings that were coming up for me. So if you are feeling stable enough in your mental health where you don't need to seek outside support, if you are feeling very stable and very safe, but you also feel this part of yourself that needs this external validation and feels uncomfortable being alone, I would challenge you to spend that alone time, even if it's like an hour a night, spend that alone time with, with yourself and really face the internal dialogue that is going on. If you feel like you're a piece of shit, sit with that and look at that from an objective point of view and be like, okay, what is going on here? Why are these thoughts still coming up for me? So for me, I realized it was because I was seeking self-worth from other people. I would use people in my romantic life to make me feel worthy. And I realized that I needed to become self-sustainable in my worthiness. So it's like I'm rebuilding that part of myself. When I'm alone, I have to rebuild. Okay, what do I like about myself? What do I want to explore? What excites me? And that is what has helped me to feel so, in a way, in control and so stable in moments of heavy emotion. So that's the first big action step here. Be present in the moment. Even if you are working through this time with a therapist, be present with your thoughts. Seek out help whenever, whenever. <laughs> but still be present with what's going on in your life. If you are using alcohol or sex or other people or social media to distract yourself from your thoughts, that should be a call to build up this thing inside of yourself that will create your own worthiness without needing it from external sources. Okay, so next action step, take a bird's eye view at where you have come versus where you were at, okay? So I'm talking a very stepped back satellite view on how far you have come. Our brains really like to tell us everything's horrible, you're not doing anything right, things just got worse and worse and worse, you dug yourself in a hole, you're never going to get out, it's all awful. But that's not really the case, and we know that, right? Anytime something good happens, we're like, oh my god, wait, it's not that bad. Remind yourself of these moments. I'm not saying you have to celebrate in this process, you don't have to celebrate anything, you can still be sad, but take a look at where you are at from a very stepped back, objective, compassionate view. You're listening to this podcast right now. That means you are interested in self-improvement. You are getting yourself ready for self-improvement, for evolution, you're making space for yourself, you're making space to have a better life for yourself, have a higher standard of living, enjoy your life more. That is something to be proud of. So remembering these moments, remembering these parts of you that want something better for yourself, this will help so much in times where things seem so dark. Okay, next action step, find a mentor or healing strategy. If you're working with a therapist as well, amazing. Make sure you have your bases covered on a safety level. And then your next layer will be finding a mentor or a healing strategy that speaks to you. Find something to take action on to help you feel a little bit better, to give you some hope. Um, I found an amazing podcast that was recommended to me by my friend Maria. We do 
Instagram lives together. She was on my podcast last week, the last episode uh, Maria Jesmond was on. She recommended the Expanded podcast to me. So I'm going to work uh, a little lesson from the Expanded podcast into this episode. But I found just different types of healing strategies that worked for me. And that helped me. These like meditations, they could be breathwork exercises, um, they could be affirmations. I was also researching Florence Scovelshin a lot and working on her affirmations, repeating them at night and in the morning. I looked into healing strategies that just give me some hope that help me feel inspired. Like, oh my God, this person was in like the deepest, dark depths of their lives and they pulled themselves out through these healing strategies i'm going to try them for myself so finding a mentor finding a healing strategy works so well to help you find relief like i said it doesn't have to be all you in this challenging practice this is something that i help my clients with as well right i help them to pull themselves out of these places that just feel like, oh my God, what is happening in my life? I have zero clarity. I want clarity, but I am not getting it. I help them to connect to their intuition and I help them to connect to this divine power that's inside of all of us. Everyone has their own unique gifts. Everyone has their own soul that has its own mark that is supposed to make on earth. I help my clients discover this so they can, I'm literally teaching my clients to intuitively sense out their next step that they need to take and their next step they need to take. I love mentoring people. So if you resonate with what I'm talking about, ask me about how I support my clients. I'd be happy to tell you more about that if you think it would be a good fit for us to work together. That's amazing. That's amazing. Let's work together. Okay, so finding a mentor or a healing strategy was so helpful for me in times where I feel very uncertain about what I'm doing. To find someone that has gone through very difficult moments in their life as well, but they are doing so much better now, seeing that example will just change your brain. It'll help you to believe what's possible for yourself. Next action step, understand that you are where you're at for a reason. The universe or God or source, whatever higher power you believe in, presented you with this challenge for a reason. You are meant to go through this so you have a wake-up call, so you have a example of what you don't want your life to look like, right? So you finally make that change that you meant that you've been meaning to make so that you finally find a new job so that you finally fucking take action in your life in a big way right it's so scary to take big action i get that i've been there it's okay it's scary to take big action sometimes when we get presented with these challenges though we're so much more willing to take that action so it's really a gift so this is where i work the expanded podcast into this episode the expanded podcast has a outlook on rock bottom and that is that we go into rock bottom because the universe is trying to wake us up shake us up and get us to make this big change that will allow us to become a more evolved version of ourselves and i've felt this in my life multiple times i've felt so deep in the depths of darkness in my lives in my life and lives probably past lives that I have felt so inspired to get myself out of that. That's how I became a health coach because I went through a really dark time in my life. So sometimes we are presented with these really opportunities, these challenging opportunities to learn more about ourselves, learn about what needs to be healed and to take bigger action. And it's so important to, to take into account the ebbs and flows of your mood in this process. Totally normal to have mood swings, totally fucking normal. Um, I always notice how quickly my mood can change in moments like these. Something non-desirable happens and I get really dark and I'm like, oh shit, this is just not good. All of this stuff is like, I'm not doing this enough or I'm so far behind on this. And then something good happens that gives me hope and it's almost an instant just wise world view of like, oh my god, 
I was in that dark place for a reason to get me to this good place, right? So as soon as something good happens again, I'm always like, oh, okay, I see why this challenging thing had to happen. So it could get me to realize this or so it could get me to learn this so I could be prepared for that good thing to happen. Sometimes we have to go through these deep healing periods to be ready for the good things that want to come into our lives. So I realized that in hindsight, I'm so much more understanding about the difficult things that I went through. At what point, I had to tell myself, at what point do I actually start to catch on to this cycle and realize that when good things happen again, which they will, I will realize that there was a purpose to this difficult period in my life. Like I had to get, I had to get honest with myself and say, okay, there is a pattern here. Every time something good happens again, I'm like, oh my God, it totally makes sense why I felt so shitty a couple weeks ago. So remind yourself of this in the shitty moment. Be like, oh my God, something good's going to happen and then I'm just going to fucking snap out of this. Our brains like to try to convince us that it's going to be forever, but we've seen so much evidence that that's not the case. So I'm starting to understand now that I can skip to trusting in the moment of the difficult period that this challenge has come into my life for a reason. So when I'm feeling like shit, I can just fully trust in that moment or trust as much as possible in that moment that this challenge has come into my life for a reason, okay? So just trusting that will bring you to the best version of yourself because you'll say, okay, I have a better view on this. My brain is trying to tell me something, but my heart is telling me that this is going to pass. This shit is going to pass. So this is another thing Rosalie Tolentino would say. Look at the evidence. Look at the challenges in the past that you've conquered and that have brought you to your evolution as a human being. We've all gone through difficult times and guess what? We're fucking still here and likely good things have happened since that bad thing happened, right? So we can know, we've seen the evidence, we've seen the proof in our lives that things are going to get better. So remind yourself of this in the dark moment. Okay, last action step. Be social after you have done that healing work. So it's important, I think, to take a break from this alone space, from this being present with your inner space. It's good to take a break from this. Just make sure that you are, that you are creating time to be with yourself. But also take a break and go out be social, laugh a little bit, take a break from that headspace, and you may find yourself really beautifully emotionally open and able to have really connective conversations. That happened to me. I would really spend time with myself, consoling myself, being with myself, and then I would still show up to my podcast recordings and I would still show up to my client calls because I felt like I could. I felt like I had space to do that. And I would be even more emotionally deep with my clients and my podcast guests or even my friends, like my digital friendships. I was able to have these really raw, wonderful, honest conversations because I was in this honest emotional space. So it actually can help your relationships too, to give yourself that alone time and then kind of break out into these nice conversations and honest conversations with the folks around you. And it just gives, it gives you a break and it reminds you that you can laugh again. And um, it reminds you that things can get lighter. So it kind of completes the process really beautifully. And I found this just to be so effective for myself. So overall, folks, where I am at right now in my process is feeling totally cool with not having a dating life at all right now, like purposefully keeping all of my romantic relationships out of my life for the moment, for however long, I don't have a, I don't have a time limit, but I feel so comfortable with this. I feel so self-sustainable with this. I feel so good being alone. I don't feel like I need to check social media all the time. I don't feel like I need to be talking with someone all the time. I can just be with myself and it just feels so good. It's like I'm really giving myself the space that I need to listen to myself internally and to do these exercises that are really 
just honoring myself. It feels very luxurious. It feels very lovely to be able to spend this time on myself. I'm very grateful for that. And even three months ago, I would have been like, mm, let me get on a dating app and check this out. Or, oh, let me see what this person's up to because I'm feeling kind of lonely. Three months ago, my relationship to loneliness was, oh, someone's missing from my life. Or, oh, this isn't right. I'm not balanced. This isn't where I should be. And now I don't even look at it as loneliness anymore because I'm filling that void inside of me. I was just talking to my one of my one-to-one clients today. She told me that she felt that she was missing something from other people. She was missing like a certain amount of emotional support or she was missing like somebody to fight for her. And I was telling her, that is an invitation for you to fight for yourself and for you to be there for yourself and give yourself that time emotionally. If you feel like something is missing, if you feel like there's a void inside of you, someone else is not likely going to fill that. You're going to have to fill that yourself. But once you start to do that, you feel so good. You feel so self-sustainable and you can get a therapist or a coach or whoever to support you through this. But you still need to give yourself that time to fill that void yourself. A therapist can help you fill that void yourself. If you feel emotionally stable enough, a coach can help you fill that void yourself or a mentor, whatever you want to call it, right? But that needs to be within you. That's a healing process that needs to be within you. So now I look at alone time and I don't even see loneliness. I just see like special me time and so much self-discovery. So I just, I'm excited about what's gonna come and I'm really excited to hear about any of your experiences. If you have felt this way, if you are going through something similar right now and you're gonna take these action steps, let me know how they're helping you. Let me know how I can support you. Let me know if they're not helping at all, right? I'm happy to support you there as well. I love you all so much. I am so excited for you to take these steps yourself if you feel like that they will help you. I love you all. Okay, folks, I had to add in (laughs) this extra little action step here because it's that important. I'm literally just finishing recording this episode and I'm like, nope, I got to add this in. It's crucial. When you do show up to shit in your healing growth process. If you do show up to work, if you do show up to calls, if you do show up on social media, if you do show up in your friend groups, whatever, I would recommend showing up in the energy that you are at, showing up authentically, being honest about how you feel. I have a video about this on Instagram. I will share it with you if you DM me. Being honest about your feelings and emotions and showing up in that way does not mean that you're being selfish. It does not mean that you're sucking other people's energy away. It does not mean that you're being a downer. It is possible to just show up, be honest that you're going through a challenging time, but it's all for the better, blah, 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 and just have a beautiful conversation with someone. And I really noticed that being honest about how I was feeling when I would show up to calls, I'd be like, yep, I'm just going the fuck through it this week and just... I'm feeling what I need to feel. And then I'd be like, okay, let's move on and talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, I really felt like I had space to do that. So make sure you have space to do that. If you don't feel like you have space to do that, then cancel the fucking call or cancel the fucking plans. But if you do feel like you have space to show up, it's possible to do that. It's possible to tell people that you're not doing great, but you're just here for a nice conversation with them. And that way you're not sucking anybody's energy. You're not a burden on anybody ever. You're not a burden on anybody. But we can be honest in our emotions. We don't have to put on a fake mask. And I practiced this throughout this entire time that I've been going through this challenging process. I was very honest always about how my emotions were. I went into my sugar waxing appointment and I was like, hey, I'm feeling pretty off over the past couple weeks. And that just relieved me so much of any pressure to be a certain way. 
And this was really a healing practice in itself. And it allowed me to have these open and honest conversations. Sometimes when we are honest that we're going through a tough time, it brings the other person to say, hey, I've been through a tough time too. And I know how that feels. And we can connect on that, you know, and it just brings you to these really beautiful raw conversations. So it kind of ties in with the action step where I was talking about having, you know, some social moments that's a break from this healing process that you're in. Just make sure if it feels right for you, show up authentically and just be honest about how you're feeling. I hope you loved these action steps on how to navigate through challenging growth periods. Folks, if you did love this episode, subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating and review, share this podcast with your community. I want to spread the fucking word about how we can get through these difficult growth periods and move on to continue growing and healing instead of just shriveling up and staying stuck. Please help me spread these words. This episode was brought to you by Primal Alchemy. Head to primalalchemy.co.uk and use the code RootAwakening to get 10% off any of their carefully sourced crystals, pine pollen, shilajit, mushroom blends, and so many other herbal supplements. And if you'd like to check out more of my content, head to the link in my bio on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. I have some freebies in there. There's a free guide to making decisions. You can have access to my email tribe for free. My email tribe is an email list that I send newsletters to every week. And it's basically the newest, most personal information about myself, what I am researching right now, what I am getting into, how I am navigating through situations like the situation on this episode episode and you basically get to hear about all these details about what I'm going through, what I'm studying, what I'm teaching my clients before my audience on social media does. So it's a nice connective group that happens outside of social media. So if Instagram goes to shit, we'll still have this list and we'll still be able to connect. So go ahead and join that for free through the link in my bio on Instagram. And if you are interested in working with me one-to-one, message me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. I am Emily Kosick, self-empowerment icon and CEO of Root Awakening. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you. I love you. See you on the next episode.